Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen and amen. So this morning we're going to get in the word and the word is going to come from a very notable blessed servant of God. In 3 John, I believe verse 3, the Bible says, I have no greater joy than to know that my children walk in the truth. And so this morning with a very, very, very filled, grateful, delighted heart. I want to present the ministry to you of Dr. Stephen Adewale. Well, oh, oh, oh. Uh, us and Dr. Stephen go a long, 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 long way. Uh, this is not the first time he's ministered here at Walkfan, uh, but I just truly appreciate this gift of God. Uh, I thank God for what God has done in his life, and, and in particular, the unique grace that's upon him. And you're going to see that in a moment when he gets up to minister. And uh, I also want to welcome... Uh, his friend, uh, traveling mate, and the man that God has used as a peacemaker, peacekeeper, uh, the one that God has used uh, to help him, to assist him, and to open doors for him in the New York Northeast region of the United States Corridor. Jerry, you're most welcome here. We thank God for you. Uh, this, this man will not tell you this, but they so received Stephen with such an open arm he constructed a special room in his house to host him. I mean, hello, praise God, amen. We are talking about Elijah, Elijah model, amen. And so we welcome you so much. We thank God for you and your wife and everything you guys do. All right, are you guys ready for the word this morning? Amen. So I'm going to sit back, I'm going to relax, I'm going to receive the word of God because I know the word is powerful. And it's able to change, transform, make a life. Whatever is, whatever is been dead, it will be resurrected this morning in Jesus' name. Because the word of God is in the house. And then after he's finished ministry, we're going to come back and do a few things. And uh, we're going to be on our way. God bless you. Now, Dr. Stephen Adewali, you're most welcome. Oh, Mike. Praise the Lord. Church, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's good to be in here again. And I thank God for the privilege that I have. I do not take this for granted. I always tremble anytime I stand before uh, the people of God to share his word. Because I always remember where I was. Um, if not for his grace... I would not have been able to stand here today. I have been a beneficiary of God's grace in several ways. And I remain grateful to him because as I this time travel to my place, my home and some other places where I had worked and labored as someone who had no hope then. And I still found some of those people that we were at the motor park still there, some dead. Uh, some of them look twice older than myself by now. And some of them were even 
professing Christians, I was a Muslim then. But Christ came and brought this change into my life. The Bible says, Christ in you is a hope of glory. I thank God that today, when dad was to invite me here, he said, Dr. Adewale. And it is not the one that you pick by the roadside. It's the one that by the grace of God, God helped me to earn. When once upon a time I was a failure and a dropout. But who says it is finished with you when God is not finished yet? Men may come to your life and place their own full stop as it were. And to them they stopped you. But the Bible says the Lord sits in heavenly places looking and watching the activities of men. All that it will take God to move you forward is to place another full stop under the full stop of men. And in grammar, that is a colon, not a full stop. Hallelujah. You see, what men may think they have done to stop you, what forces of darkness may have thought, they said, well, we've stopped him only to see that you are on your, on your wrong way to, to glory. I give him praise for that. I magnify his holy name. Uh, it, it, my, my background was so bad that when I got converted and eventually it dawned on me that it's possible for me to still go back to the college I struggled by God's grace, by his mercy. I was able to make my papers at once after tried five times before that time. And um, when you had been at the motor park for a lot of months and years before going back to the university, uh, you may be able to be all right in your course of study, but I about communicating with your people the grammar, the English that I needed to communicate was in there. So I became so gentle in the hostel. And uh, some of them thought I was a quiet guy. But really, I wasn't quiet. Only that when communicating, they were not communicating with my mother's tongue. <laughs> they were communicating in English. And um, I had what to say in my mind, but... How to say it was a difficult stuff. And one day, they made me the assistant pastor for the fellowship. I said, no, put me in prayers. Because in prayer, whatever language you, whatever language you decide to adopt, God understands. But these people looking at me, they won't understand. They will be dotting my whatever. And so they, they said, no, you have the fire. We want you to be the assistant person. Said, okay, no problem. And uh, I will cut her nail, cut her nail. And one day, one sister came to me and said, Adewale, why, when you, when you give an announcement, you said, we used to meet here. I said, yes. He said, no. You, we used to meet here means we were meeting here before. And we are no I said, is that what I've been saying all this while? 
She said yes. Wow. And by the time I wanted to correct myself, I went into more error. <laughs> so we went on holiday. And one of my boys in school then, I was older than all of them because I spent five years at the motor park before finding my way back to the university. So I was older than some of them. But we were classmates. So he came back to school after the holiday and he gave me a parcel. I collected it with joy. Somebody came in to give me a gift. So when I got to my room and I opened the parcel, inside the parcel I found Brighter Grammar 1, Brighter Grammar 2, Brighter Grammar 3. I said, what? Brighter Grammar 1, 2, 3? Meant for secondary school students? I said, well, by the way, let me just try. Let me try. So, and I started. But you see, when you are already grown up, before you were given tribal marks, definitely um, it, won't, it won't fit. I started reading interjection, um, preposition, conjunction. I got more confused with all those things. Impable, hyperbole, uh, irony. I One day, I packed the three. I kept it somewhere. And as I was reading the scripture, confused and disturbed, really, then I stumbled into this in a scripture that says, I will give you the tongue of the learned. I said, <laughs> um, I wanted to be sure who said so. So when I looked carefully, I found that a God was making a promise that I'm going to give you the tongue of the learned. You don't need to go and learn it. I, God, will give you. I always believe the word of God as it is. I hardly process it. Most of the time when we process God's word too much, we process, you see, most of the time when you process some stuff, you don't get the, the, the thing that, should, that is there for you. Overprocessing issues, overprocessing that, overprocessing. But now I decided not to process it, just to handle it the way I found it. I will give you the tongue of the learned, and I went into prayers. Father, tongue of the learned, the tongue of the learned, the tongue of the learned, the tongue of the learned. And on the seventh day, I knew I got it. I left the place. I wrote the first Bible study and gave it to the secretary. And she came back, she said, somebody said, sorry, I know somebody had helped you. And um, or the fellowship, he said, uh, but this one, message G, there is nothing like this in dictionary. I said, message G, if you have messenger, you have the message. Why wouldn't you have the message G, the person to whom the message is sent? And then I knew God has given me a new tongue. So the one you hear today is not the one that I went to school to learn. This is divine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nobody can stop you. Nobody can stop you. Nobody can stop you. 
nobody can stop you. You are going somewhere to happen and nobody can stop you. It doesn't matter how it looks today, nobody can stop you. I was down there and by his grace is lifting me up, nobody can stop you. By the power of the Holy Spirit, nobody can stop you. I said nobody can stop you in the mighty name of Jesus. It is a new day and it's the dawn of a new thing in your lives. I want to tell your neighbor it's a new day and the beginning of new things in our lives in Jesus mighty name. Praise God. I want to thank God for my spiritual father and mom. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I'm very, very grateful. And that's my beloved friend. Uh, uh, though he's a senior friend, uh, by God's grace, uh, older than me in age, but he calls me his twin's brother. And so we call ourselves twin's brother. And somebody asks one day, if he's your twin brother, how come that you are black and he's uh, light complexion? So I said, well, it's, it's easy for me to explain. Um, I guess I got annoyed in the womb and I pushed him out earlier. <laughs> and because I knew who was waiting for me down there, so I waited another seven years to appear. <laughs> and so because I stayed longer in the womb, um, I got this my own dark complexion. <laughs> but sincerely, it's just been God. Went to a conference we met about two years ago. And um, he walked up to me after so many people had preached. He said, let us take a picture together. And we are still taking the picture to today. <laughs> Praise God. And we are going to take one before we leave here. <laughs> so I told him, I said, well, I'm in America, but I have someone who, by the grace of God, I report to and I submit to. And I will want him to come and see him. That if paradventure as human, I make a mistake that you do not, it's not really, you don't understand what is going on. You can feel free to either come or call so that I could be called to order. So that is why he's here. Praise God. I'm mindful of time by God's grace. <laughs> and I know within the time that we have, the Lord is going to bless us. Hallelujah. I know you are getting blessed already. Because somebody is getting encouraged. Believing that it doesn't matter what I'm going through, I'm getting there. Now, I want to share the word of God with us from this scripture. Acts chapter number 23. Possessing your prophecies. Possessing your prophecies. Acts 23, please quickly go to verse number 1. I'm sorry, verse number 11. But the following night, the Lord stood by Paul the Apostle, saying, Be of good cheer, Paul, for as you have testified of me in Jerusalem, so you must also bear witness at Rome. This was a great prophecy as it were for Apostle Paul. And if you were in his shoes, you will understand that this called for celebration. The, 
almighty God came through the angel. And the angel spoke to him. You know, Paul, this is the agenda of heaven for your life. We sat down at the table and we discussed your matter in heaven. And the conclusion of the matter was you have tried and we have satisfied your work in Jerusalem. You've been a local champion for so long. You've been here and you've been committed, faithful. We saw the way you suffered for the ministry. We saw everything and heaven decided to bless you and I've come to let you know this is the agenda of God for your life. And immediately he heard it. The Bible said that was at night. And you know what? If you were in his shoe, you will rejoice. I will rejoice also. It's just like somebody preaching somewhere in one of the remote villages somewhere. And the Lord now says, I'm taking you to maybe America, maybe somewhere in London and things like that. For a person like that, it would be a kind of promotion. And so it was for Paul the Apostle. But the next scripture tells us something that requires, it's because most of the time, when we receive prophecies or promises from God, and please understand, when I'm saying prophecies, I'm not talking about somebody coming to say stuff into your head. I'm talking about God's promises for your life. You've read the scripture and you know this scripture is really for me. And it's also possible that it is a word that is spoken into your life that you know this is the word of the Lord. Confirming what God has told you before. But you wonder why some of those prophecies are not coming to pass. Why some of those promises that you knew that truly this one God spoke to me. Why you are not seeing them and at times maybe even delayed or denied outrightly. And so you wonder and that is the essence of today's teaching or message possessing your prophecies now move to the same acts 23 verse number 12 and when it was day mind you less than 24 hours the lord spoke to him maybe between the hours of 2 a.m 4 a.m and by <laughs> the Bible says, and, and when it was day, some of the Jews banded themselves together under an oath, saying that they would neither eat nor drink the, till they had killed Paul. What did he do? Now, listen to this. Most of the time you said, well, I, I, I didn't offend anybody. Nobody offended me. And so, please don't deceive yourself. May I tell you this? He had not even shared a dream with anybody. God spoke to him at night and the next day, the next day, some people somewhere gathered together. The Bible said we're not warring against uh, flesh and blood. It, was, it wasn't those 40 people that gathered themselves together that the forces of darkness heard when the Lord spoke unto him, you're going to Rome, we are promoting you. And they said, you know what? You, find, you, you have us to fight. And going where? No, you are not going anywhere. And the scripture said they banded themselves together with an oath and said they will neither eat nor drink until they have finished him. Until they have finished him. Mind you, he didn't know that that conspiracy was ongoing. Number one, how would he ever have known that that conspiracy was ongoing when it was only last night, few hours ago, that God spoke to him and that is why many of us have good dreams and those dreams are still dreams till now. 
Many years ago, I was having great dreams, mighty dreams, wonderful dreams. While I was uploading and loading cement, uploading and loading uh, whatever, uh, following trucks up and down. I was having dreams of being in great places, nice places, wonderful places. I was seeing myself inside aeroplane several times. And I will be telling people, there was a day I told some people, I said, you know what? I saw myself in aeroplane today. If you see the way they made jest of me. They said, Aero what? I said I saw myself inside the room play and they started singing aeroplane to me law. Bamiki ami eleko eko mejire oyomi. I said, why did I tell them my dream? Once I appeared, they start singing that song. They mock me to I said, Oh God. You see. <laughs> Those things would have remained in dreams if nothing was done. The Bible says, and Jesus, he said, from the day of John the Baptist until when? <laughs> 2018. The kingdom of God, the kingdom of God, sovereign what? And the violent takes it by what? The violent takes it by force. Don't let us deceive ourselves. The Bible says, whatsoever a man desire, when he, do, when he does what? When he prays. If you wish, it will just remain a wish until you do something about it. And may I tell you something? Most of the things that we get without praying are good also, but they may not be the best. Can I tell you why? Now, somebody takes you under a very big apple tree or whatever tree it is. Mango tree. If you're waiting for those ones that fall just on the ground to peak, you might be eating a poisoned mango. If you want to get it right, fresh and good, you look for something they call club. And then you throw it right there. Prayer is a club of a Christian with which you can plug the blessings of heaven. We, you see, if you don't pray, we remain a prey. Are you hearing me? We have to. We have to. It, it said, now, only that we are praying from a different angle, you understand? Not like a defeated person, but you still have to talk to God about the issues in your life. If you close your mouth, the destiny will be closed. And so when I found out I was always seeing myself in good places, nice places, fine places, and those things were just in dreams. I said, what is going on? And the Lord said, the original you is not this you that is begging for money up and down. The original you is not this one that is molding blocks for people. I'm not saying to do that is not good, but that wasn't my destiny. If not, I will, I must, maybe I will be seeing myself doing those things. But what I was seeing myself doing was different from what I was doing. And there are times you are in a place and you are tired of that place. That is telling you there is a higher place for you. But those things will not happen just by wishing them. You pray things to happen. You don't wish them to happen. Even Jesus Christ. You had to pray. Hallelujah. So where we're saying, the scripture says, and when it was day, some of the Jews banded themselves together, saying we will not eat nor drink until we have killed Paul. Next verse. And now there were more than 40 who had formed this conspiracy. 
Every conspiracy of darkness over God's purpose in your life is destroyed today in the name of Jesus. Every conspiracy of the wicked over your lives, over God's agenda in your, in your life is destroyed this morning, this day in the name of Jesus. You think, okay, it ends there and I, I take you to a point where we're going to pray together. In Acts 27, verse number 1. Acts 27, verse number 1. Thank you. And when it was decided, King James Version, please. And when it was determined, and when it was determined, each time there is a determination to advance, there would always be counter-determination somewhere to stop you. And when it was determined that we should sail unto Italy, because the man was still being focused and on, on course. Because you have to get, you know, easily happens to be in Rome, you understand? Right. So, he said, we decided, because after that first issue, God helped him, and then he said, let, let me now go. Now listen, and when it was determined that we should sail unto Italy, verse number four, and when we had launched from there, we sailed under Cyprus. Why? Because the winds were, that is to say, Cyprus wasn't in our plan. It wasn't in our agenda at all. But we have to go to Cyprus. Not because we love it. Not because we want it. But because the winds were contrary. There are places we find ourselves in life that you know that ordinarily this is not where I should be. Maybe you're going through certain situations, certain conditions. People even may have labeled you because of that condition, but you didn't take yourself there. The winds of life probably may have drifted you to that place. These people were drifted to Cyprus, not because they wanted it, not because it was in the agenda, but because the winds were contrary. Every contrary wind that is blowing you against divine purpose, I command that wind to stop now. I said, I command the wind to stop now. You know, Jesus, Jesus in the book of Mark, he said, let us go on unto the other side. And the moment he made that pronouncement, going to the other side, the Bible said they entered into a ship. And right there, storm came. If storm could come to where Jesus was, who are you? And so people should not judge you because you had storms in your life, because Jesus once had it. But the issue is, what did those guys, what did they do when storm came? They were making noise about it, trying to do it by themselves. But they now went to Jesus, and what did Jesus do? Jesus spoke to the wind. And that is why, if you keep quiet, the wind will not stop. Most of the time, it won't stop. And if it's going to stop, they will make sure that they have finished you. So most of the time you stand up and you say, no, I command this thing. You can't continue in the life of my son, in the life of my daughter, in the life of my husband, in the life of my wife. If you leave things for chances, you will lose your chance. Leave things to chances. Say, well, casera, sera. No, 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 no. That was many years ago when devil had not woken up. That was when Satan was still sleeping. Casera, sera. Don't join them. It can only end up in literature, not in life. Literature. <laughs> Even
even the scientists said everything remains in the state of rest until what is applied. Until forces apply everything, including your business. Everything remains in the state of rest until force is applied. And the other time I mentioned the force of prophecy. Today we're talking about the force of prayer. There are five forces, but I'm just mentioning one today. God will help me other time to come again. So let me keep the forces. Maybe that is why it's bringing me here. So, <laughs> hallelujah. So I take, I take one today. The force of prayers. Hallelujah. Prayer is the key. Look at what happened there. He said, because the wind was contrary. Next verse, sorry, verse 7. Thank you. And when we had sailed slowly many days, which means it wasn't in their intention to go slow in life. You know, there are times many people achieve what they would have achieved in 30 years, in 30 years. In 30 years, somebody said, I've been in this land for about 21 years. And when I looked at his landing and his environment, 21 what? 21 years in America. And you still look like this? I didn't say that. <laughs> but I just thought something must be wrong somewhere. You know, it doesn't matter how, it's not issue about, it's just about the system. It's about what is wrong with you yourself. And if you don't do anything about it, it will just be like that. And you just think the system is just against you. You are not the only one here. Do something about this issue. Don't just watch things fall out of your hands and then you complain A, B, C, D. No, somebody can help you to America. That, that, that person doesn't need to be the one to sustain you in America. Somebody can assist you to be here. But you don't need that person to continue to survive or to live. Live by faith. The Bible said the just shall live by faith, not by uncle. The just shall live by faith, not by cousins. The just shall live by... Oh, I, I have believed. Oh, maybe because I had nobody to take care of me since I was 12. So I needed to trust whatever I trusted. But it was not devil. But I just know that every, every day I lived by faith. Every day I live by faith. And so when I was coming here, I don't care what somebody was saying. Hey, okay, if you get there, it will be difficult. It's not easy. It, it will be easy. Why will, it not, why will it not be easy? I'm doing God's work. God owns everything. Everybody. Hey, why will it not be easy? By the time he came to pick me at the airport, he drove me straight to a place that was already prepared. Didn't I share the picture with you? Goodness, you are looking as if I'm not talking to you. Yes. He just dropped me from the airport. Where are we going? He said, hold, hold on. By the time we got everything prepared, knew everything. And I just walked, I looked, I looked around. I snapped the picture. I said to daddy, I said, see what is going on here? Just last week, somebody called me, pastor. I said, hello, sir. He said, please, all your bills, let me have your phone numbers. And as long as you remain in America, as long as that line remains, you don't bother yourself. About. And somebody said, <laughs> it's difficult, but most of the time, it doesn't just happen until something happens. Call upon the Lord. Commit your way unto his hand. He will direct your path. But if you don't commit your way unto his hand, other things will control your path. Other persons will control your path. I pray that God Almighty will help us all in the name of Jesus Christ. He said, and when we have said slowly many days, and scarce were come under against kingdoms, the wind not allowing us. 
the wind not allowing us, we have to sail under crate. It was also not in their plan. The wind refused that they go the way they wanted to go. Every wind that is blowing you against divine purpose. That is God's agenda for somebody here today. And may I tell you, a message may not be for everybody, but it is for somebody. Are you hearing me? When God sends a prophet to a nation or to a street or to a town, he sends to a person, a group of people, I just pray that the person that God is talking to today is here. Because the day the Lord sent Samuel, go to the house of Jesse, yeah, and then you anoint someone for me, but the person to be anointed was not at home. He wasn't at home. If not that God insisted, he would have missed his own Kairos moment. So it is possible for somebody to, that God planned a good thing for someone and the person is not, is not on seat. But I want to believe that the person that God is encouraging this morning is here. And that woman is here. I said that man is here. That every wind blowing against divine purpose in your life, the Lord puts an end to it today. Your amen will encourage me. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at it. Verse number 13. And 13 says, And when the south wind blew softly, supposing that we had obtained our purpose. You know, there are times certain things will happen. It's like, oh, yeah. By next week, <laughs> you will see the car by next week. And you've been saying by next week, by next week, by next week for some time now. When will that next week come? The Bible says, and when, we, when the south wind, you know, there are times some certain things will come like testimony. They just called you over that matter that you should come and sign that deal. And you know that once the deal is signed, you are made for life. But just two days before the time, something changed somewhere and they are singing another song that you cannot understand the lyrics. And you wonder what is going on here. At that time, you don't just leave things for chances. Know that something is wrong somewhere. Something is wrong somewhere. There is always satanic conspiracy against every child of God, but we have the power to say no. But if you don't say no, God sat down in heaven, sat down with his people, I guess Jesus was there, Holy Ghost was there, and they made up their mind they were going to kill Ezekiah. They told him, go and tell that dude he's dying. We're killing him. And they went to him, they said, Ezekiah, you know what? National prophet went to him, not just small boy somewhere. A national prophet went to Ezekiah, handed over the agenda of God to him. Said, this is our plan. They told me in heaven, and they knew that uh, the, the man of God that came would not tell her. He knew that God meant what he said. But you know what? A child of God has the power to say no. To accept what heaven had given, you also have the power to say no to what he has given. And that is why people can say no to salvation. And so, if, if, even if you had a dream and that dream was not good and they told you this is what God is saying, if you don't like it, tell the Lord, Father, I'm sorry. I don't want this one. I'm sorry. I told God one day, I said, God, you know what? You can, I've, I've had seasons of hunger in my life. 
don't tempt me with it anymore. <laughs> don't tempt me with it anymore, I beg you. I have walked, walked and walked to a degree that one day I was going on the street and literally my soul was already cooked, boiled. Heat. Tropical on, on Kota. I've worked for about one hour in session. And so one of our friends, Reverend Femi, was behind me. Then we were not Reverend. We were just um so I removed my foot from the shoe. And you know, the shoe was also very free because I've worn it for more than four years. So when you do like this, the leg will just get out of it. <laughs> there was no point bending down. You don't need to reach out to like this. And your, I, 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 your foot. So, and I did like this. I said, Femi, see. He says, Stevie, what happened to your leg? He said, it's so red. I said, it's heat of the earth. And I've told God, Father, don't tempt me with lack of car. <laughs> Please. I've had enough. Of... Now, listen to me. You have the power to say yes. You have the power to say no. Today, we are going to talk to God. Listen to me. You don't need a whole night to change things. Even the almighty God, the almighty God created heaven and the earth. I don't know what theology you believe. I don't know, but let me just apply this one. Don't right or wrong me. But what I'm saying is, when God created the whole heaven and the earth, I want to believe it wasn't the one he created that was without form and void. But eventually, by the time he came, and Bible said he saw and found out that the earth was without form and no shape, darkness was everywhere, God did not just fold his hand and wish the earth get better. Even the Almighty God. He didn't just wish it. He did what? The Bible said, and the Lord said, let him be light. You don't pronounce what you don't want. You say what you want. You don't begin to reiterate what you don't like. Say, hey, see darkness, oh, darkness, oh, darkness. Oh. You are only empowering that thing. Speak light. Let there be light. And the Bible says, and there was light. If you were created in the image of the almighty God, you have the power to create and recreate. You have the power to create and recreate. You can tell the devil you can't go beyond that place because this is my territory. This is my place. And I pray that the almighty God will help us in the name of Jesus. I said the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. I please would want you at this point so that um, we can pray together. We have about five minutes and within that five minutes let us pray. Let's talk to God. Let's talk to God. Let's, let's ask God to help us. I don't know what is bothering you presently. I don't know the situation you are going through right now. But you know what? It is not the end yet. The Lord Almighty is doing something in your life and is about to do something in your life. But you are going to talk to God. Every conspiracy of the wicked. Because those people gathered together. They said they were 40 that gathered together in that conspiracy. And as it was those days, so, so the powers and forces that are still conspiring against people's progress and advancement. You talk to God every conspiracy of the wicked against my business. 
every conspiracy of the wicked against my home i come against it right now in the name of jesus every conspiracy of the wicked against against my you know my ministry against my job every conspiracy of the enemy against my progress i come against it right now i come against a tiny conspiracy I come against a tiny conspiracy. I come against a tiny conspiracy. Whatever conspiracy it is, we come against it in the mighty name of Jesus. I come against a tiny conspiracy. Every conspiracy of the enemies, we destroy right now in the name of Jesus. Every conspiracy of the wicked, please open your mouth and talk. Open your mouth and say something. I stand against all form of conspiracy. Every power that is saying no to the agenda of God in my life, I resist you right now in the mighty name of jesus i come against you by the power of the holy ghost you are a daughter of authority you are a man of authority 